Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Justin McLaughlin. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Justin, how are you doing? I'm doing good today, Tom. Full disclosure, I knew Justin before he was born. Uh, Justin's dad and I were buddies and neighbors and in the insurance business, and we all watched all our kids getting born, and Justin and my young son, uh, Brandon, were good buddies and hung around, and uh, I ran into Justin in town, and my God, I found out all kinds of new stuff. And Justin, I'm excited about sharing all this with you. Um, uh, it's funny, I, I talked to you uh, and, and all of a sudden you're a grown man. It's kind of, you were a little kid eating a donut in the morning when I visited your dad and stuff. So Justin, you've, you've traveled well. Um, uh, but let's give me your history because right now you're running two businesses successfully. So tell the audience how that all happened. You have McLaughlin Associates and you have, it's called Life Bowls, Justin? Yeah, Life Bowls. It's actually, uh, we can add a couple more businesses on. There's also PJM Legacy Properties. And then uh, and then we have another uh, restaurant component too, Nellie's in, in Brantford. Uh, so so basically the, the short story, the long short story is, um, like you said, uh, we grew up across the street from from you uh, uh, in Madison, Connecticut. Uh, the, the typical, you know, uh, childhood, uh, great, you know, uh, great family, uh, sports, uh, high school. Um, went to college uh, and at LaSalle University in uh, Philadelphia, and um, you know, graduated from school. Um, started my career in uh, in finance um, and kind of uh, the the doing any the, from financial planning to to uh, I was uh, on a few trading desks um, and some back office work um, and and that career ended up taking me out to uh, sunny uh, California where I lived for the better part of a decade about like four years um, working in that capacity living in San Diego. Um, and, uh, you know, unfortunately in 2013, um, we had a little bit of a, a family tragedy with, uh, my father got very ill and, uh, passed away, um, kind of, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was out of the, a little out of the blue and sudden and, um, in his passing, you know, along with everything else, uh, he, you know, didn't really have a contingency plan for this insurance business that, uh, he had run in my entire life. So, you know, as, uh, you know, I came back to help the family, that was a big, you know, the uh, matzo ball in the air, but what are we going to do with this family business? Um, as well as the insurance agency had also um, several rental properties that needed to be attended to as well. Um, and so, you know, as 
being, you know, the, the, the executor of the state with my brother, we kind of rolled our sleeves up and said, let's assess what we, you know, what we have here, because we didn't really, you know, know exactly, you know, my dad worked our entire life, but like he, he, he just, he knew his business, but like he didn't, he didn't tell us much about it, unfortunately. So we had to kind of figure it out ourselves. And the last thing we wanted to do at that time um, was, you know, sell an asset that like, you know, we could possibly be undervaluing. So I jumped in, rolled up my sleeves and uh, it was on the insurance side and it was a you know a bit of baptism by fire. I got licensed really quick um, and uh, was off to the races. Um, and so uh, about, you know, a year into running the agency, I really got, you know, I felt I'd, and, and the properties I felt I'd gained such a wealth of knowledge, not only in insurance, but in how to run a business and the X's and O's and the accounting and, and just like running the day to day. And it was about this time that um, one of my friends who I'd grown up with, uh, who had been managing restaurants was looking to, you know, kind of go out on his own and take that step into running his own business. Um, and he, you know, approached me because he knew I was doing similar and kind of like, you know, Hey, what, what do you do about this? Or like, you know, just even stuff like how would you, you, what do you, what are the steps like registering an LLC doing, you know, what do you have to do like for taxes? What would I have to do? Da, da, da. And he had more of like the culinary restaurant background. And at first he was actually looking to do, I think it was like going to be a small plate barbecue place. Um, and me just coming back from San Diego, there were these, uh, you know, it's a healthy area. It's, it's, and uh, there was this, this, these acai bowls that were the, a big craze out there, but I hadn't seen them on the East Coast when I moved back. And I just said to him kind of off the cuff, why don't you do acai bowls? He had been out in California and knew what they were. I'm like, nobody knows what they are here. They're healthy. People love them. And you would make like, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a real good, like, I, I thought it was a great idea. And then the next day he goes, well, why don't you come in on this with me? And, you know, kind of being like, well, I don't want to see my idea get blown up and, and sit on the sidelines. Um, I said, yeah, why not? I don't have anything else going on. Right. So, uh, so that was that we uh, bought a food truck within uh, a, a few months, which was actually, you know, a great way to like, uh, especially like in like uh, the restaurant industry to kind of like do your proof of concept, you know, it's, it's a low, it's a low uh, overhead to get uh, one of these like food trucks set up. And so if you don't have to rent space, you have to just buy permits and you can put them on the street. And if it doesn't work out, you're not stuck, you know, in a five-year lease uh, that like in a restaurant that you furnished out and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, we'll try the food truck and see how that goes. And, you know, the first year was we, we, we got into the black. Uh, and then uh, every year after that, we kept building an audience. People were loving, we improved the product. Um, and uh, by like the year three, we had two food trucks year four we had two food trucks and a brick and mortar right downtown madison and now we have the two food trucks a brick and mortar downtown madison a brick and mortar um in new haven um and we uh were able to also get into like another restaurant opportunity um in Brantford, a full-scale uh bar and restaurant um all built off of an investment of probably i think our first food truck it cost us like 15 15 000, wow. and we were and, and we've never, you know, had to like put any money back into the business besides, besides that, that was paid back within after that first summer. And it's just, you know, we've reinvested and reinvested our profits, but it's been, uh, it's been a wild, 
a wild ride watching this, like, you know, from just an off the cuff, why don't you do acai bowls to like now like a, a, a real full, you know, business with, uh, we have about uh, over, over 30 employees split between like the, just the restaurant, like businesses, salaries, you know, uh, for people who are supporting families and everything from just, you know, just kind of, uh, an idea, you know, over a couple of drinks with, a with a childhood friend. So it's, well, uh, you, you, you've come a long way quickly, which is incredible. It's an incredible story. Uh, you took an idea that was remote from this part of the country, made it work. You know, I like the idea what you said about the investment. You looked at the downside of the investment, but it's willing to take the risk. But mm -hmm. you went even deeper. You pulled back the onion and said, I don't have to deal with the lease. I don't have to fix space up because those are big costs on an unknown. And now you mm -hmm. can do that with the profits. Now, Justin, I know that you're also running your insurance practice. So here's the question that I think a lot of employers would like to know. How are you doing it? How are you running all these businesses and still having a life? Well, the life part, I don't know how much about it. We're trying to we're always trying to work that work that balance. Um, but like basically the the I mean it's just good good uh delegation and good like uh management like under me. Um my business partner on the food stuff, he knows that like his primary, uh, like John, my partner on, on, on light bulbs and stuff as these have grown, he's always been the person in, in house there where I, I could, I operate more behind the scenes on, on stuff, uh, with, uh, when it comes to that, where, and I'm able to do that from the same place where I operate my insurance business. So, um, just hiring people that can like take care of like some of the tasks that would necessarily bog you down and kind of like, I just like look at the overall like trajectory of like, of, of it all. And um, a couple of years ago, I actually read uh, this book that like, I've been a little out of practice. I've been telling myself I gotta get back in the practice of it, but it was this book, uh, probably a lot of people have like heard of it by David Allen. Um, you know, uh, it's yeah. called, uh, getting things done. Yeah. And basically it's just, it's, it's a really good system just to like, cause everybody in any business, whether you're running, you know, 10 businesses or you're running one business, it's when all the information on what you have to do is just stuck in your head. It's that's what I think slows everybody down. So just being able to like, get that, get what I need to do for each business or each day itemized and tasked out. And so it just becomes uh, like a reflex that, uh, that uh, all right, just a lot of lists, a lot of like, but not only just lists, just how, like, what are the steps that need action steps that need to be taken and keeping them, you know, organized is the, is the only way um, I'm able to like function at all, or it would be just a complete, a complete mess. Well, you know, what you're doing, there's eight value drivers that create the potential value, the ultimate potential value in a business. One of them is delegation and systemizing systems. And the third one is having good key people. Now, I go beyond that. I think a good partner who's a key person creates value in the business. And obviously, you and John do very well where you've separated duties. And, and he likes to do what he's doing, has control of it. You like to do what you're doing. I mean, it's a great business model because if 
you both were doing the same thing. You only need one in the room, you know, that kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, with like the, it's like, and you know, it's been put to the test really because it's like, I mean, especially now, like coming out of this pandemic, it's starting to get a little better, but like, you know, it's, it's those, that's where I say like the life balance, like it's got, we're getting it back in check because it's just, we got stretched thin. It was, it was a a tough like couple of years, but just being able to like know that, all right, well you split, like if you can come in and help out on this day, or you can get when like, you know, when staffing issues are, are like having, having a problem or something, but our, like the other big thing is, 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 uh, for us is too, is, is rewarding the people that have been with us. Like we have the same guys that have been with us for the last uh, couple of years. I think you actually will probably remember one of our managers in Madison um, was uh, one of Brandon, my friends, uh, Devin Gadula. And, uh, and he's been with us since like, since the food truck. Uh, When we got, we got, when we got the second truck, Devin is a, is a really good cook. And we, he was looking for something to do. He ran one truck and John ran like the other one. And now, uh, and, and, you know, everybody that's been with us, we, we incentivize by not only just like funny, but like, you know, making sure that they know they're part of the team, making sure they know, uh, they're, they're, they're valued, um, whether that's with like, we do like, you know, profit sharing with like someone like, like that's been with us like that, or, uh, or we, we have another, uh, great a uh, guy who also we like trained on the truck. He ran like a truck for a summer and now he's running like the New Haven business. So giving, I, I think people do, you know, look for that, like, you know, people have pride in their job and they want to like, and they want to, you know, you, you have to be a good, a good delegator, but you also have to reward people who have uh, are helping you grow this because without those people, we would, you know, the two of us would never be able to get, Yes, you know. and, and you you they see potential of, of different paths that they can take with your firm, which is fantastic. Yeah, I, you're right. Uh, good management really has to not only have a culture of how they're being treated, but they have to see growth patterns and where they can go and what path they can take. And and thirdly, they need to know that they're being respected and appreciated, which you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I know it all started with the truck because you gave us a good idea there. And now it's grown to uh, actual uh, physical locations. But tell us um, tell us where Life Bowls started. Because I, I didn't know anything about, of course, that's me, but I didn't know anything about Life Bowls until you told me about it, what you were doing. Well, so, so yeah, so the truck was the first iteration of it. And actually where, where Life Bowls came, we, we learned... Uh, uh, we learned uh, a business, uh, a biz, uh, some rules of uh, business in with this that we weren't expecting. Um, where so the original concept was, you know, the acai bowls, and then we had like smoothies, smoothies uh, too, because we were also doing that um, because we had all the blenders in there to to, to do that uh, type of uh, product. And um, we were originally under the name, uh, our, our first name was Bold Creations. It was B-O-W-L apostrophe D, Creations, because these acai bowls come in a bowl and they look beautiful and, and they just, uh, and so it's like, yeah, we're making creations in, in a bowl. And we were Bold Creations LLC and we had it all over the trucks. And uh, we had just bought our second truck. It was like, I think a year and a half uh, or two, maybe yeah, year two, we were buying the, the second truck. And, you know, when buying these trucks, you have to, you know, 
you have to get them wrapped and advertised with all like your logos and all of all of this stuff. And we were about to do that. And all of a sudden in the mail, we got a cease and desist from a group out in California that were uh, patent trolls suing us because they had copyrighted B-O-W-L apostrophe D. And so we're like, well, what do we do? We could fight this, which, which we talked to like a few lawyers and it's like, yeah, you guys could probably win the rights to use this in Connecticut, but it's going to cost you a lot of money uh, in, in doing that. Or we could change the name and copyright the new name. And so we had a strategy session just, we came up with life goals um, because one of the big, uh, one of the big uh, tools that we were able to use that we got like that was starting to become um, get more popular when we first started was Instagram. We have a very photogenic product. And so our customers ended up taking pictures and posting them um, uh, all over the place. And that really helped us like spread the word about like, hey, there's this truck in Madison and it's doing these. You got to became an experience to come down and get like one of our bowls. Um, and so uh, we uh, we. Uh, got that uh we got uh we on that instagram type thing there was a there was a hashtag like life goals and so it was like life goals for your life goals and then um and then from that once we were able to get into the uh a brick and mortar space we were able to really expand the menu beyond just the bowl because we had more space more places to uh kind of you know make and store product and so that's when we added like the salads and the toasts and 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 the coffee products and everything else. And really it's transformed into more than just like where we started with, hey, this is an idea to just have an acai truck where it's become more of like, hey, this is a plant-based, fast, casual, approachable restaurant concept that like we feel is, is, is you know, may, like we could definitely, you know, set a couple more of these up. The pandemic kind of paused us a little bit on expansion, but we were looking, you know, to go up and down the I-95 corridor with uh, the business model is is pretty good. And that is where, you know, a lot of the health trends are trending, where it's not necessarily, you know, everybody's that comes to us isn't vegan, but they might be having like a meal where they don't want to eat meat. And we give them that opportunity without, you know, kind of scaring them off with a bunch of ingredients and recipes that they're not, that they're not familiar with, which I think you know, is, is we're trying to get not necessarily always the the person who's a vegan disciple, but the person who is like maybe doesn't has never thought about eating non-dairy or something and comes in and goes, oh, that was delicious. You know, I'm going to have this more. And we get that all the time where we have people coming in that are just like, I've been drinking, you know, this smoothie for my lunch for the last, you know, two months and I've lost. 20 pounds and attributing it to like, no, so like stuff like that. So it's nice to like, see that, like get those converts because it's just, it's just, everything we're doing is just promoting like, you know, a healthier lifestyle. And uh, you can just like see it in the people that come in. The, um, you know, it's interesting because you, you're not from the food business. Um, you're from the financial business. And as you were speaking, it appeared to me, it, it, it occurred to me, that you're the outside guy that has to stay on top of a lot of stuff going on because John's he's knee deep in making things, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely like to start like he what John was able to do was he was he was stuck on that truck for like we say like two years. And he was able to like not only not only create the menu per se, but create a system 
to make all this stuff that is teachable to anybody from like a high school employee, a high schooler to like, you know, someone like in their like in their that's, uh, you know, in their in their in their mid 40s. So they could where where what he makes looks exactly what what they make with this like system. So that was that was like the the real like thing I think that like helped us because we've been to other we've been to co- competitors both like here and like you know back in California and all of these places they take forever to like to push out this product because it's not the easiest thing to to make and we really like we're able to get a system to to make it but like yeah I am kind of on that on the outside of the food stuff but like I feel like we both have a very good good understanding of where like the the trends are going in you know with like hey we should try this maybe or like i'll say like oh you know what i saw an article on like this maybe we could we could we could try this like product and then we figure out you know how to do it and it's really expanded from there where like you know someone like devin or like some of our other managers will come to us and be like like why don't we try this what about this we had a college girl who was a vegan who's worked for us for the last couple of years in the madison shop and she said to us uh, last summer, she goes, you know, I make this chickpea salad that like basically tastes like tuna salad and I love it. And we're like, yeah, make it. And now it's one of our biggest selling sandwiches. It's yeah. a chickpea. Sal- so that's like where like we look for like, you know, we're not, you know, it's not our way or the highway. If you have an idea, bring it to us. And then we, we try to like, we try to go from, go from there because, because uh, I mean, you know it better than, I mean, you know how growing up across the street from me, I was raised on three square meals at McDonald's. And now I'm, now I'm running a, a, you know, a fast casual, like healthy, like uh, uh, restaurant, um, which is, which is, it's just, you know, so as far as being an outsider on, on some of this stuff, it's like, yeah, there was a, there was a learning curve, but there was a learning curve with, with everything that yeah. I had to get involved with, you know, back to like the insurance agency. It's, I didn't know, you know, about that much about home insurance and property insurance, business insurance. And, you know, you just, you just learn what you need to, uh, uh, get up to speed. And so, and, and and, and you're in that environment of discussion. And one thing you're getting that I noticed is that people that are coming into your, your shops to have that food, they're giving you feedback and, uh, telling you, gee, we did it this way too. And could you do that? That's great because that's your customer base getting involved in your business, which is great. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you this. This is really for the businessman because, and it might be a difficult question because maybe you didn't think about it, but um, you have a good relationship with John. Is it Jonathan or John? John. John. So in your eyes, what, what makes uh, a good partner? It's, it's just, uh, I think it's, I think it's just like being able to like pick up, you know, the, the, the being able to, to, to take, you know, so, off when you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And also doing, doing stuff that like, you don't have to be like asked to do where it's like, you know, it's like with an employee, you might have to be like, you know, Hey, bop the floor, like, you know, sweep, like take out the trash, do all here like your chat it's like it's like with with a good partner it's just it's just it's just i don't even it's it's, there's a there's a quote i forget uh who it's by but it's something like a a leader is best when his you know when his job is done 
they'll say like, we did it ourselves, you know? So it's kind of just being able to, to do what is asked of you, but also what's not with, and not like bog me down with like the, the, the stuff that, you know, I don't need to know every single thing like you're doing, but I know without asking that you're taking care of your end of, of, of the, you know, the, the bargain basically. Yeah. And that you're right. I think that's where partnerships work very well, where it's almost a sixth sense of what you have to do to keep what your long-term goals are without even having discussion. Sometimes it was a great book that, uh, uh, Dr. Nancy Joyner, uh, Joinker, Jonker wrote about partnerships, relationships. Uh, I'm going to get a copy and give it to you because yeah. I think I've, in my 53 years of practice, I've had another a number of companies where there have been partnerships for years. And when a partnership works, it's the best thing in the world. Of course, it could also be a nightmare. We've seen mm -hmm. those, but that's the kind of good. And I only ask that because I know you have a lot of confidence in him, and I'm sure he's got confidence in you. Um, Justin, this was really good. Uh, we're running out of time, but I'm going to make sure that we have um, all the contact information about your website and, uh, and about what you're doing and uh, – I'll put your insurance agency there because you do a great job there. We didn't talk much about it, but I know you do a real good and you have great service in that. So yeah, I will definitely put that in there. And um, anything else you'd like to leave us with? Uh, no, I mean, I, I appreciate you giving me the time to, to talk about this. I love talking a bit like you could, I would be, you know, you can hear it in what I talk. It's, it's I do have a, a, a passion you know, for it. And sometimes, unfortunately, you do get bogged down into the day to day and it can get frustrating, but it's nice to, you know, have these type of conversations. And it's like, yeah, you know what, this is, it gets you, it's, it's why we, why we do this, why we're, you know, in business for ourselves is because it's, it's more than just, you know, a job. It's a, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's something that you could really, you know, capture. Yeah. When you treat it like a career and a future potential it's exciting when you treat it like a job, you just have a place to go, a paycheck and a position, but that's it. That's the end of it. Yeah. Justin, thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone. That's P-E-R-R-O-N-E at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C-Inc. Dot com. And on the subject line, type DNA. 
Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necggic.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.